Good evening, everyone. It is Saturday, October 22nd. Um, the Yankees have just lost game three to the Houston Astros by a score of 5 nothing. They uh, fall 3-0 um, in the ALCS, ultimately. And uh, it's all but over for them um, because a lot of the time, most of the time, besides 2004, teams still come back from a 3-0 deficit. Um, and, you know, no, no video, no setup, just me talking about um, the sport that I love, about the team that I love. Yeah, it's devastating, really. That's the only word I can think of. Um, you know, it's been six years now of just gut punch after gut punch um, since 2017. Um, I would like to start a little bit positive, you know, you know what went well in this postseason. You know, what, or even something that was unexpected um, that, you know, we can carry over to, next off, to the next season um, and into this offseason. I think Harrison Bader has to be brought up first. Um, Harrison Bader was traded to the New York Yankees for Jordan Montgomery at the end of the trade deadline. Um, and it was a trade that I was scratching my head at, a trade that I was not happy about. Um, but in the end, um, I love Harrison Bader now. I think it was the right decision. Um, he's a elite defensive center fielder. Um, he hit for pop power um, this postseason, which was a sight for sore eyes for, for him and, and for us, to be quite honest with you, um, for the Yankees, because no one else was hitting home runs. Um, and, um, you know, he loves being a Yankee. You know, 28-year-old kid from Bronxville, um, he loves talking about the Yankees. He loves wearing the pinstripes. He has a little bit of swagger to him. Uh, I think he's just really good for the team, really good for the clubhouse. And I'm really happy um, the way that he played this postseason. We still have him under team control for another year. Um, so hopefully, um, you know, he continues to prove himself and we resign him. Um, hopefully he spends most of his uh, um, rest of his career with the Yankees. Another bright spot was Giancarlo Stan. You know, an AL All-Star had a heck of a first half with the Yankees, ends up getting hurt in the second half of the year, um, comes back towards the very end of the season, starting to get locked in. And really, John Carlos Sanchez is a playoff player, postseason player. Um, he, he, time after time, has um, just really taken, you know, a lead um, in the offense. You know, he's really just been a quality hitter um, for the Yankees um, in his tenure so far when we have made the postseason. And is he worth the uh 330 million that we have no um not yet in my opinion maybe if we end up winning a world series but um as of right now he, he's definitely not at the 330 million dollar contract range but uh you know def definitely was a, a a good trade for the yankees and i'm getting the NL MVP looking back on it and you know um, he, he was asked to play left field game two of ALCS and he did a heck of a job um, he's the silent leader of that clubhouse um, and he had a great postseason you know big home runs game five three run shot bottom of the first got got the game going in the, in the right direction for us um, and the starting pitching starting pitching and the bullpen outside of Clark Smith I'm okay if Clark Schmidt never wears pinstripes again. Was he pitching in situations that he should not be pitching in? Sure. 
um, but you still got to execute when you're called upon. Um, I, you know, starting out with the starting pitching, I thought Cortez should pitch game one, Seve game two, and Cole game three. Uh, that was my personal opinion, but Garrett Cole has just proven to me that, you know, he actually is the ace of our team. Um, and the, just the way he pitched, it was deja vu of Roger Clemens back against the wall, game four, ALDS, and he, he pitches an absolute gem. Um, game one of the LDS, he pitched an absolute gem. Uh, he told Boone, I'm ready to go. And you saw him warming up um, in game five of the LDS after pitching 100 and whatever the night before. Um, and, you know, he had his stuff back. You know, the occasional home run, sure. But, you know, tonight can't be blamed on him. Uh, to be honest, he was the only one that looked ticked off that we lost when we lost. Um, I just wish more people in the clubhouse cared about losing because, you know, I see Josh Johnson walking back to the dugout after popping up and he's smiling. You know, he's cracking a joke. I don't know with who, but they don't hate losing, you know? They don't hate losing at all, the Yankees. And it, it's really frustrating and annoying to watch as a fan seeing that. And I, I appreciate Garrett Cole for just wearing his heart on his sleeve when he exits the mound. And I'm giving it all the guys every single night so that he can help his team win. Um, as for the bullpen, Wandy, Peralta, um, Clay Holmes, um, Jonathan Luizigo, they all looked fantastic um, in the back end of that bullpen. Um, you know, two of them were trades this offseason, you know, to get Clay Holmes and Wandy Peralta. And, uh, you know, just great trades by Cashman, ending up getting the back end of our bullpen set. And our bullpen took a lot of injuries this year. I mean, King and Efros at the trade deadline. Um, Chapman, you know, just the whole situation with him. It took a lot of hits, you know. And it was really up in the air, you know, who was going to step up. And all three of those guys really stepped up for us this postseason. Um, and I applaud them for that. Now we're getting to the bad. <laughs> um, what, what went bad this offseason? And to keep it short, it was the entire offense. Um, we batted under 200 this postseason. You know, maybe the number will move a bit up. Maybe we'll get to above 200. I doubt it um, in the next couple of games because, you know, we still got game four to play. And you, even if the Yankees win one or two, it won't matter. Um, Justin Verlander owns us whenever he pitches next. Um, you know, but it might it might be a clean, clean sweep tomorrow. Um, so... Really, um, the entire offense was just awful. Batting under 200, um, you know, I, I don't want to put the blame on any single one person because it all looked awful. I mean, Matt Carpenter gave us great memories in the first half of the year. <coughs> he looked lost at the plate. He, was, he looked like, yeah, that's why the Cardinals cut him, you know, um, that kind of bad. Uh, Josh Donaldson, I mean, he's good at the field. He's not amazing. Um, he looked awful at the plate. Um, you know, Aaron Judge, I, I don't want to, like, hate on him because he almost just won the Triple Crown. Um, I still think he's going to be a Yankee next year. We'll get into that later. But, um, you know, he didn't bat for average. He looked like he was pressing. You know, just the entire, you know, chase for Roger Maris, he was pressing. You know, looked like that carried over into the postseason. You know, he had a couple home runs for us. He tied it 2-2 in game three. He tacked on the extra run in the game five of the LDS. 
it just he just didn't look himself at the plate. He was swinging outside the strike zone. I mean, I don't want to dwell on one person because really Judge wasn't our worst hitter. Um, IKF looked brutal. Um, Trevino looked lost. I don't know why we weren't playing Higashioka more. Um, overall, it was just it was a strikeout machine. Torres. They were swinging for the fences. It was all or nothing swings, and it wasn't situational hitting um, at all. Um, actually, you know, Rizzo did play well the off for offensively. Um, put the ball in play, put pressure on people, um, put pressure on defenses. So, and we have him for one more year. I don't expect us to re-sign him after next year, Rizzo, but... Um, you know, a, a quality player. I love Rizzo. Ended the drought in Chicago. Beat childhood cancer. I mean, you you can't hate the guy. Um, just a great, um, great human in general. Um, so why did we lose? You know, looking forward. Um, I'll start with the good first before before I go on my little tangent here. Why why should why should we be confident as Yankee fans that the ship can turn in the offseason. Um, quite frankly, you look at the Somerset Patriots, outstanding record. They have guys getting caught up, guys moved up to AAA. Um, there's a young core right now in the Yankees farm system that really loves playing the game. And they're all coming up together at the same time. They're already forming their chemistry now in the minor leagues. You know, it's just not like one guy here, one guy there. There's like four five, six really solid players the Yankees have in the farm system. And when you look on paper, the Yankees look old. Yeah, Judge is already 30. Stan's in his 30s. Rizzo's 30. Josh Donaldson's a freaking dad at like 38 or whatever the heck he is. You know, the Yankees are old on paper. Then you look at the farm system, you start seeing these guys coming up. You know, we saw Cabrera. You know, we saw the little feistiness he can bring. We saw Peraza. We saw, you know, how well he can defend shortstop, how he can play shortstop. Um, you know, we saw his bat starting to come to life at the end of the year. We still have the number eight overall prospect in the MLB in Anthony Volpe. Um, he's the starting shortstop for the next 15 years. Hopefully he makes the opening day roster. He, he looks really good right now in the minors. Jason Dominguez's offense, offensive production is finally starting to be on the rise. He's still only 19 years old. You know, Trey Sweeney at some point is going to move over to third base. He's another solid left-handed bat. Austin Wells at catcher. He's going to move over to first base at some point in his career. All of a sudden, your infield's there. You still got Judge playing right. He can move over to DH once you re-sign him. Um, there's a young core of guys coming up for the Yankees. And, you know, for this, for this group of Yankees... I don't see that they hate losing. From the outside looking in, it looks like they're okay with losing. And from the outside looking in on the young guys coming up, maybe something will change there. You know, Judge still playing well. You got this infusion of youth. Um, and that's something to really look forward to, I think, as, as a Yankees fan, is that there's a bunch of really young guys coming up that can absolutely play. And they're all coming up together. And, you know, I don't want to bring up the late 90s, but... Um, it's starting to feel that way a little bit, you know? We're not trading them for whoever's on the market. You know, we're not trading them for Machado. We're not trading them for Castillo. We're holding on to them because we think that they're gonna be better than, you know, what we get trading for. Um, 
Not every prospect works out. We've seen that with Clint Frazier. We've seen that with Andahar. I don't know what to say about Torres. Not every prospect works out. Um, and I guarantee you a couple of these guys I'm talking about right now won't pan out in the major leagues. Um, but when you have five, six, seven really good young guys, a couple of those guys are going to pan out and be superstars. Um, and I think that's something to really look forward to as a Yankees fan. What went wrong in the foundation of this team? Um, I, I, could, I could say a lot about this. Um, I'm going to try to keep it short as best I can. Um, we got at the, at the winter meetings right afterwards, we trade Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela to the Minnesota Twins. We get back. Josh Donaldson, who's making $20 million a year, and this speedy, you know, supposedly good at shortstop, contact hitter um, guy in Isaiah Conner-Falefa, IKF. Um, I don't think we won that trade. I don't think we won it at all. And let me tell you something here, is that the Minnesota Twins said, okay, we just signed Carlos Correa. We have no need for these guys anymore. And um, listen, Hal Steinbrenner has continually gone cheap. We had a shot at Manny Machado. He said to himself back in 2018, he thought he was going to New York. He thought he was going to get traded to New York. Uh, that didn't end up happening. The Padres come, swoop in, take him up. And he's performing great now. Bryce Harper, you know, hitting free agency. We all thought the Yankees were going to make a run at it, you know? He could play left field, judge in right field. I mean, it's the greatest outfield we've seen since uh, Mantle and... Marist and um, ends up signing with the Phillies. Phillies right now are in the NLCS, and he's a main reason why. Um, and, you know, who do we opt for is Miguel Andahar and Clint Frazier. That's who we opt for. Um, and it's mind-numbing. You know, cash, you know, Hal Steinbrenner is going cheap. He views the Yankees as a business. The Yankees to Hal Steinbrenner is nothing more than a business. It's nothing more than a way for him to make money. He knows Yankee fans are going to come. He knows that he's the most profitable, most recognizable team in the entire world. He gets that, you know? And he just has to say, hey, look, here's what we're doing. We're getting a speedy guy. We're getting a contact guy. You know, he's won a gold glove. Look here. He's improving our defense, you know? So I'm not going to go and spend $25 million for Carlos Correa a year. Guess what? Carl Scott Boris would have been fine was Carlos Correa signing a one-year, $25 million deal with the Yankees because he just opted out of his Minnesota contract. You know, Scott Boris is now saying, hey, you know, I'll sign these, you know, one, two-year deals to get the most money possible. Um, Carlos Correa is going to get another $25 million. I don't think we need him this offseason because, Lord willing, Volpe comes up. Um, but, um, you know, we could have signed him for $25 million. You're telling me Carlos Correa is not a better option then Isaiah Connor Fluffer, you're out of your mind. And, you know, they try to fluff up Isaiah Connor Fluffer, and he was awful this postseason. Let's just say what it was. He was awful. He cost his runs defensively. He wasn't putting the ball on play. When he got on play, on, on base, uh, he wasn't stealing bags. He wasn't moving. He was supposed to be this fast runner, the, the, the speedster guy that could get a bag when we needed it the most. He didn't do that at all. And then on the other side, Josh Donaldson is lost at the plate. You know, he's good defensively. He's not amazing, but he's good. Um, he can still pick it at third, whatever. He's 36, you know. But this is, you settled. He's settled for it, you know. He doesn't want to go spend big because, it's, again, it's just a business to him. 
His dad, he lived, breathed, and died the Yankees. George Steinbrenner, the Yankees were part of his fabric. You know, it was more than a team to him. You know, he cared about when they lost. And, you know, as bipolar as he was, some guys loved him, some guys hated him. Some fans loved him, some fans hated him. He had his run-ins with the commissioner. He was a very aggressive owner. But at the end of the day, all he cared about was the Yankees winning. And I would give anything in the world to see Hal Steinbrenner show a little bit of willingness to go out and spend big to go freaking get a big name player. Because that's what we're missing right now. You know, we got Judge, that's great. Okay? But he's not willing to go and move the pieces necessary to go bring a championship to the Bronx. Because to be honest with you, he doesn't care if the Yankees win at all. He doesn't. He's shown it time and time again that, hey, if I can save a couple million in my pocket, I'm going to do it more than getting the best player available for the Yankees. That's been the problem. You know? And they tried to tell us, you know, I, I could... Listen, I love Brian Cashman. I've been saying it for years in Cashman I trust. He's out of touch with it. Whether it's the analytics, he's over his head, I don't know what it is. But he is out of touch with what works in this league nowadays. And it's not home run hitting. It's Baseball will forever be baseball. When you, you have situational hitting and you need to get a run in, there's no better time to do that than in the postseason. And the Yankees could not do that. And that's why they lost. Because they couldn't push runners across when they had it. When they had the opportunity to. Um, so I could do without Brian Cashman next year. I could do without Hal Steinbrenner. You know, but it's just, you tried to tell us we have all these young guys coming up. That's why we're not signing Machado. That's why we're not signing Harper. That's why we're not signing Correa. That's why we're not trading for any of these big name players. That's why we won't go out and get Castillo. Because we have Volpe coming up. We have Dominguez coming up. We have Peraza coming up. That's all well and true. It doesn't mean jack squat. I don't freaking care if they're not actually playing. You started Peraza. You didn't start Peraza until the final game. Until game two of the ALCS. You continually started Connor Falefa. And then you put Cabrera at short. And that worked even better. But then you go back to... Isaiah Kyron Falefa in game one of the ALCS. It's ridiculous. If you're going to tell me that you're going to keep players, keep young players because they're good, then play them. I don't care how much money they're getting, play them. Give us the best opportunity to win. And to be honest with you, Hal Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman, and Aaron Boone did not do that this postseason for us. Heck, they didn't do this, that entire season for us. They didn't line us up to win anything. This team fooled us. We were very top-heavy. And yeah, were we missing LeMahieu and Benatendi? Sure. I don't really know if that makes a difference. You know, they didn't line us up to win a championship. They fooled us again, Yankees fans. Congratulations. For the past six years, they fooled us. Listen, in 2017, we had CC and Gardner, our veterans still playing well. Judges full season. We had clubhouse guys like Todd Frazier. You're looking in the mirror and you're like, man, this is our championship window right here with these guys. And it's gone now. I'm telling you it's gone now. You know, they're old now. Judge is getting in his 30s. Stan's already in his 30s. It's over for these guys in this championship window. There's going to be a fusion of youth and that youth is going to take us there. Maybe. 
But it's not these guys, because we wasted five years because Hal Steinbrenner doesn't want to dish out any more than he has to. And that, that's what it comes down to. Ownership did not put us in a position to win. And Aaron Boone is a puppet for the ownership. I just want to see him win. I don't really remember 2009. I, I was six years, I was six and a half. Yeah. Why? I, it was like six and a, uh, I just turned seven. Okay, my bad. I just turned seven. I don't remember that season though. You know, I remember my mom waking me up on the couch saying, Jack, look, they're going to win it. I remember seeing Mo's face. I don't remember the final out. Um, I don't remember Cano to the Shara. I want to experience a full season. I want to experience a postseason run. I, I didn't get, I haven't had that yet. I'm 20 now and I haven't gotten that yet. And yeah, I know Cubs fans waited 76 years. I know Cleveland Guardian fans are still waiting. You know, I know there's these big postseason drought, droughts. But my gosh, you're the freaking New York Yankees. Just start acting like it. Get your heads, get your heads in the game, okay? And start making moves this offseason to improve the team. I don't want to hear any more excuses. At the beginning of the season, you put out this thing saying talk is cheap. No more excuses. We're going to execute. That was your whole hype promo video. And what do I hear? Boone, Severino. Multiple people explaining and ex giving out excuses for why you lost game two in the ALCS. No, that's crap. The reason why you lost is because you don't care about losing. And the reason why we were doomed to begin with is because Hal Steinbrenner puts out incompetent teams. He gives out teams that are just good enough to get your attention. Just good enough to buy you to buy that ticket. Just good enough to get that guy's jersey. That's what he does. He doesn't care about the Yankees. I guarantee it. He doesn't care about the Yankees. It's a business to him. I want to see all the young guys on the next, on the opening day roster. I want to see him play. Just so you know what you have, first off. And then we can see, you know, maybe they're playing with some swagger. You know, they're, they bonded together in the minor leagues. That, you know, that's what happens when you play together. They're working their way through the minors. Now it's their time. These guys, their time's done. Get them out of here. I don't want to see Isaiah kind of for next year. I don't want to see Donaldson next year. I don't want to see freaking Aaron Hicks next year. I don't want to see, you know, Glaber Torres swinging freely at a pitch over his head or in the left-handed batter's box. I want to see what Peraza brings. I want to see what Volpe brings. I want to see what Austin Wells brings. You know, heck, even bring up Jason Dominguez, you know? Put him in left. Let's see what happens. Put Bader in left. Let's see what happens. You're going to put Dominguez in center. Let's just see what happens. Who knows? Maybe they can actually play. Or maybe they can't play. I don't know. But at least you're giving them a shot. At least you're changing it up a bit. Because I am done with this team right now. I am done with this organization right now. They put out crap every year. And they fool us every year. They're not fooling me next year. I need to see something change. Whether that's Boone getting fired, whether that's Cashman being fired, whether that's Hal selling the team, which isn't going to happen, or maybe it's a big player getting signed finally. Because we haven't had a big player since Giancarlo Stan. I, I guess Garrett Cole, my bad. I guess Garrett Cole. And he's been worth every penny, to be quite honest with you.
Start spending Cashman. Start spending Signburner. And Cashman, make him spend on quality players. Not Aaron Hicks for seven years, 70 million. Oh, what an awful contract. That's going to wrap it up for me. Um, thank you for listening through this. Um, sorry we didn't get a podcast out this Friday. Hopefully this makes up for a little bit. Um, another heartbreaking year for the Yankees. Another just... Just another year that was filled with so much hope. I thought this was the year, man. We, we started, what, 40 and 14 or something like that? We're the best team the first half of the year. And uh, it, all, it all went to shambles. Um, you know, and hey, best of luck to the Astros, you know. And, and I know as a, that kills me as a Yankees fan, but they legitimately beat us this time. You know, they, they were the better team. They walked in here and they knew they were better. And they didn't play with, you know, cockiness, but they were confident they were better than us. And you know what? You know, they did what good teams do. They showed that we don't belong on the same field. And it should be a wake-up call for Cashman and for Steinbrenner. You don't have a team worthy enough to bring a championship to New York. If you don't do anything about it, you know what that shows me? You don't care. You don't. Just simple as that. Astros... Congratulations, um, streak of dominance in the AL for the past six years. Um, Phillies and Padres, whoever wins that, absolute brawl fest. Um, that, that series might go to seven. Beat the Astros for me. <laughs> um, uh, but the Yankees have a lot of questions going to this offseason. And if they don't get addressed, um, I'm going to start stop caring. I really am. Because it's not it's not worth my my emotional sanity um, to follow this team when when they don't care. If they're not going to care about us, the fans, I'm not going to care about them. You know, it's as simple as that. And it's a shame that this is what has come to. This is the most storied franchise in American sports. Heck, I wouldn't even say in the world. Twenty seven championships in 125 years. Think about that. That's like one every five years, you th- consistently for 125 years. And this is what it's come to. You're the freaking New York Yankees. Despicable what this has come to. It has been going downhill and we are at an all-time low right now. How is driving this team into the ground and Cashman standing there right beside him clapping him? disgraceful what is happening to this team all right that's gonna do it for me um thank you again for listening we appreciate all your support whoever's gonna hear this um and uh we will see you next friday to recap the past couple weeks of of, uh nfl you know the beginning of the nba um so stay tuned um this is the off-season podcast catch you next friday peace